0: I'm Kevin Barrett of Truth Jihad Radio. You can get an early look at pretty much all my articles and radio shows by subscribing at Substack. To do so, just go to TruthJihad.com and click on the Subscribe at Substack link. Welcome to Truth Jihad Radio. I'm Kevin Barrett. Talking about the most important things that you won't hear much about in the corporate controlled mainstream. And if you do hear something, it's probably going to be lies or at least uh, massively skewed and tendentious. Hey, there's a fancy word for for, uh, unfair, uh, one sided, biased, and so on and so forth. I try to bring you the other side of these issues. And now we're going to talk about the one of the most suppressed other sides of issues of all time, which is the uh, people pushing for the worldwide Freedom Day rally on July 24th, pushing back event against COVID restrictions. And all the authorities up to it, including President Joe Biden, tell us that they are killers. They're out to kill us. Oh, my God. What do we do? Well, in a drone strike, anyway. Uh, let's let's talk to Cat McGuire, who's involved with the organizers of this and similar events. Hey, welcome, Cat. How are you?
1: Hey, I'm doing good. How are you doing, Kevin?
0: I'm doing well. I'm enjoying uh, have some peace and quiet out. Uh, I was out on the deck uh, in a beautiful natural setting. I can't really complain. You know, the life of a of an impoverished conspiracy theorist isn't really so bad. So <laughs> you're, mm-hmm. you're still traveling. Uh, what, you've been traveling an incredible amount over the past year or two. Um, anything you have anything to say about I that? I have. How, how do you do it <laughs> with mask restrictions and all this stuff? It seems like nobody else wants to travel.
1: Well, I you have to get past the first Stasi at the gate. Um, but after that, I just, um, I'm I'm a renegade. Um, I'll wear the mask, but then when you're in the aisles, as long as you don't have a fellow stasi there, I just pull it down and just uh, brazenly show people I'm not wearing a mask. And fortunately, I have nobody calling me out. Every once in a while, I do, but um, I am pretty, um, pretty strong about not wearing a mask. But then, as if the a flight attendant comes by, I'll put it up. But by and large, I'll, I'll pretty much avoid it. So it wasn't so bad. Besides. I have a chiffon mask, which is worthless, but it looks like it's a mask. So nobody really knows that I'm not complying in any way, shape, or form except for a superficial look.
0: Well, that sounds good to me, although it probably sounds to Joe Biden like you need to be hauled out and shot. And, you know, we're facing this crackdown in, in total authoritarianism around this particular issue. And uh, so Worldwide Freedom Day, uh, Saturday, this coming Saturday, July 24th, is pushing back against this. How do people get involved?
1: Well, um, they can go to... Um look at the world uh freedom it is called let me see it's called uh worldwide dot com so that's all one word worldwide dot com and there's over 180 cities around the world that on July 24th will be coming together. So if you go to that website, you'll see if uh, a city near you is going to be having a uh, a rally that day. And New York is having one on July 24th, this Saturday. It's the third rally worldwide. So they're calling it uh, 3.0. Um, the first one was March 20th, then there was May 15th and now July 24th. And unfortunately, we'll probably need another one. So in September, I'm sure we're going to have our next one.
0: Now, some of these have drawn pretty big crowds in some countries. Uh, and of course, just recently, we're hearing about some some big demonstrations on these issues in France. Uh, so give us the history of how this started and you know, who's been attending and so on.
1: Well, in europe, um it's just amazing how much they have come out um the u s has been very um, huh. A week, uh, especially in New York, where it's almost a totally woke country, but um, a group of people just started coming together in New York. Um, one guy put up a, a microphone at Union Square, and there was open mic. I went there quite a bit and just spoke, literally like on a, a, a soapbox, and people started organizing around that. So we got a, a fairly decent rally at the first one, March 20th. It was nowhere near what Europe had. But it's going strong and we have a a strong movement in New York and more and more people are coming out. So I think we're going to have a big rally. But I'm very, very um, excited about what has happened in Europe, the spontaneous demonstrations. My sister lives in Greece. And she said it's been so difficult. The Greeks have been utterly compliant. They dutifully wore the mask. Um, Most of them um, abided by the lockdown. If if anybody was um, non compliant, it was often the Orthodox priests because they were trying to shut down the churches. That's pretty crazy uh, for the place where
0: where critical thinking and, and philosophy was born.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I think 300 years of Ottoman rule took a lot of the
0: Hey, hey hey, wait the a Greek minute oh i'm treading
1: I'm treading on your territory now, okay, well, I've heard it from the Greek side, but let me get back to Greece. Um, they had their world freedom day rally uh, march twentieth and and then my sister also went to the one on May fifteenth and they were so paltry and she was so discouraged. but then, when they came out with these obligatory mandates, she was just shocked um like 10 to 15,000 people just spontaneously showed up. They're not associated with this kind of official worldwide demonstration group in the 180 cities. People just came out. No mandates, especially then when they came out for mandates for children, it went from six cities in Greece to 40 cities in Greece of people coming out. And just spontaneously, it wasn't any kind of, well, certainly wouldn't have been left or organized, but even the the fledgling freedom movement that's happening right now in the U.S., it wasn't as a result of that people just came out so maybe that's what it needs just no, a, a wake up
0: what what kind of mandates were these for children mask mandates vaccine mandates or what
1: oh this is all about the vaccine, the vaccine mandates because mandate. greece complied with the mask yeah this is vaccine it's all and that's what's happening um in france as well the vaccine mandates have just they it's beyond the pale. They have really hit a nerve. And uh, I certainly don't want a mandate in the U S but I'd like to think that people in the U S would be just like the Greeks and they've been sitting around kind of complying, but then would rise angry. So who knows if that's what it'll take. Um, I, I don't know. It's, it's a, it's, it's a fledgling movement in the U S particularly because we have so many woke people and it's like this woke derangement syndrome and COVID derangement syndrome. It's, it's all of a piece. And um, so what I kind of lament is I've been a leftist activist for many, many years. And when the deep state or the cabal who's ever running things basically took out the entire left um, left, liberal left, they just took them out of any kind of activism against the state. The liberal left's in bed with Kissinger, with the FBI. They're praising the CIA. It's, it's really, um, shocking. And yeah, that's, sad, that's and not how it was when I was young. No, nor me either. I guess that date, um, that dates so us.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we, we were alive back when I the left guess. was uh, pro freedom. <laughs>
1: Well, I'm kind of an eminence grief at this point, um, having to remind people of what COINTELPRO was like. Um, people just don't really know um, about these things. There's a great article by Whitney Webb. Um, now this is back from uh, 2020, but she talks about the cyber war that's declared in the US and the UK to quash vaccine he- hesitancy um, in nations as they prepare for mass inoculation. So um, Worldwide, um, there are uh, these elements that um, are, are are trying to squash it, and we have to assume, based on our history of what we know, um, how COINTELPRO works. But many of the people in the movement now are very new to that um, whole uh, everything that happened in the '60s. They they don't have that history, and they don't have the organizing skills. I mean, the left has such grassroots organizing chops. The funding. Um, Granted, the left was always complaining because we didn't have money, but there was a lot of money there compared to uh, what the resources are now to tap into for nonprofit for anything that is um, against COVID vaccine or anti lockdowns. And then also the legal support. There were big guns in the left, the whole NLG, uh, National Lawyers Guild, the movement lawyers. We don't have any of that. So we're really um, behind the eight ball, but we've got spirit, we've got heart, we've got truth, and we know that we're not taking that toxic injection that's been proven to be um, just a, a DNA altering substance. So, so, this so, so, when you re- totally... reach out
0: to people on this, cat, what, what do you think? Do you think it's better to kind of take a hardcore um, anti vax position and emphasize all the negative em- evidence and ignore or, or downplay the positive evidence? Or do you think it's better to just say, look, uh, at this point, the the official uh, scientific evidence that guys like Zuckerberg and Biden and stuff are pushing as authoritative seems to tell us that these vaccines actually uh, greatly lower people's chances of dying of covid, which really may, might matter for people who are extremely elderly or immunocompromised and, and so on, or, uh, in, you know, in, in bad shape. But for, uh, for younger and healthier people, that's not quite as big a factor. So maybe uh, we should just leave this up to individual choice because the vaccines have not been proven to stop COVID transmission or necessarily even slow it. So it's not a public health issue according to their own science. It's, it's an issue of protecting yourself if you take the vaccine, but you're not protecting your neighbor at all if you take the vaccine. At least it hasn't been proven that you are, and more and more evidence says that you're not. So maybe that kind of um, uh, discourse, that this should be an individual choice, there's no reason for it not to be, would make sense.
1: Well, what we're focusing more on is not necessarily um, anti-COVID vaccine, because then you get put into the whole anti-vax. We're for safe Um, effective vaccines, and everybody knows, well, not everybody, um, but it's widely known among uh, people who follow us that this is uh, one big laboratory experiment. There has never been long-term testing. Um, What we uh, promote more is uh, anti-vaccine mandates, so no vaccine mandates. And we're very much for bodily autonomy and freedom. That's why this is called the medical freedom movement or the health freedom movement, or to me it's just the freedom movement, which to me is basically the truth movement 2.0. People really wanting to look at the truth. So no, we don't, we pass around literature. I mean, there's a lot of literature out there, but there's no like prescription, you shouldn't take it. um we are concerned about children quite a bit but this um the rally um at least we're going to have and i think with um the message coming from um the uh, the office the worldwide office clearinghouse is no lockdowns no vaccine mandates but also Um, They don't say it like this, but no New World Order, no Great Reset, which is really where all this is going. The whole COVID thing and and pandemic and lockdowns are just a distraction from what they really want to do. That's where the real fear comes in, as they're trying to um, institute a radical transformation of our society. So that's that's really the Uber message.
0: And, and one more uh, question: how, how about adding uh, "no more biological warfare" to that set of messages? To me, that might be the most important message around COVID.
1: That's a great one. And we have a couple speakers who I think have that in their portfolio to be able to talk about because, uh, yes, it is a biological weapon. This is a, a war against humanity, both a physical, biological war as well as a spiritual war. So that's why we sort of shifted our thinking um, in New York away from um, not necessarily just it's about vaccine mandates, but also it's about the whole um, new world order that they're trying to foist on us. And so we have, uh, we reached out to speakers beyond the medical freedom community to be able to speak to the bigger picture.
0: Well, that sounds like a good plan. You know, again, I'm kind of leaning towards the geopolitical, uh, analysis of this. I think the best COVID analysis is by Ron Unz. And, and that's where I think the left is really missing in action, standing up for peace in what appears to be a U.S. biological attack against China and Iran. And that perspective, which strikes me as by far the best supported by logic and evidence, is almost completely absent from both sides in this debate.
1: Um well, yeah, <laughs> it, 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 at first step, is just trying to get people to stop the lockdowns. There they, hadn't really been a full-blown uh, um, focus on vaccines. Now it is a little bit more because the lockdowns have lightened up. But it was sort of like, you know, what's right in front of our nose? What's the gun right at our door? Um, but as people become um, more aware, um, then... It, yeah, what are the um, worldwide geopolitical issues going on? And I try to um, inform my audiences about that. But as I said, this is a, another kind of drawback on some level is the left had always had when in our day when we were activists had a very strong. Uh, political historical analysis and um, people today or at least um, what's in this movement um, there's some people leftists who have left the left like myself um, not necessarily conservative but it's a, it's a motley array of conservative leftists who have left the left and uh, independents, but they don't seem to have much of a political history and so um, being able to look at these broader geopolitical um, issues is not necessarily there right now. So I'm really glad we've reached out farther for this rally to not necessarily go for medical uh, freedom activists whose focus is more uh, masks and vaccines, but at this rally we intend to have people who can speak to the bigger issues. Um, I don't know if it'll entail geopolitical, more just the, the Uber issue of the cabal that's trying to destroy all of us, including the Chinese.
0: Right, but who, who? Yeah, who is that cabal? That cabal is is the oligarchy, the Western oligarchy, and I, I see a parallel with the mid '80s. You know, the only real activism I did before nine, the nine eleven truth era was knocking on doors for the nuclear freeze in 1983-84 when it looked like Reagan, with his first strike posture, was going to provoke a nuclear war. And I discovered there was this anti-nuclear weapons movement that recognized that every single year we were running a significant chance of blowing up the world, basically killing us all and creating just a hell on earth. And likewise, today, as I see it, we are well into an era of endemic biological warfare and you may not want to get vaccinated today, and I don't blame you. I actually don't either. But we're moving into a, a time which will be here very soon, possibly within years or even months, in which there will be uh, bio uh biological warfare bugs unleashed that will kill you if you don't get vaccinated, and the people who unleash them will have the vaccines. I think that's kind of what COVID already is, only it's a 1% it kills half percent or 1% to 1%, and especially the elderly and infirm. But the next one may, may kill 2% or 5% or 10% or 50% or 100% and they'll, they'll have the vaccine and you're not going to have much choice. And so if we don't stand up against bioweapons today the way that the uh, nuclear freeze movement did in the mid 80s, I think we're toast.
1: I think that's a very good point, And that is uh, one of the planks that we have to uh, look more deeply on. I appreciate you saying that. Um, the problem is, is who do we trust to make these vaccines? Dr. David Martin has been uh, talking. Uh, he had a wonderful interview with um, Reiner Fulmich, who is doing the Nuremberg 2.0 uh, trial. Um, the same people he-
0: who make the weapons make the vaccines, of course.
1: Right. So how can we trust them? And um, Dr. David Martin, um, who ha- recently had a, a really good interview with Rainer who who is doing the 2.0 Nuremberg trials. Again, he's suing the World Health Organization for Crimes Against Humanity for the COVID one. Um, all of those same people are doing these um, um, COVID vaccines and the virus. And Dr. David Martin has shown that there's been patents taken out since the early 2000s. And certainly by 2008, Pat, for both the virus and the vaccine. So these people are up to no good. And so, yes, we have to stop doing, make them stop um, another bioweapon, a better bioweapon worldwide agreement. But even the the vaccines that they put out, we can't trust them at all now. So we are kind of sitting ducks.
0: Yeah, it it is an experiment. And there's no denying that even the most totally mainstream doctors like my own brother, (laughs) bless his heart, we'll tell you straight out that we don't know what this thing's going to do you know in after you know a year or years down the line it's just nobody knows
1: well, I think they know. I think they have the antidote for themselves. Um, there's about five or six thousand in, I believe, of uh, them, the cabal and their cohorts. And I think they have medical cures. They have all kinds of things that we won't know till 20 years from now. The kind of weaponry they had, mind control, weaponry um, in the field, war, military weaponry. And I think they have uh, massive health um, medical um um souped up medical um ways to defeat this virus. Um and not the vaccine that they're giving us that um and they're lying about the number of deaths. There's been thousands of deaths and nobody's hearing about it and even more thousands of injuries and so we can't trust anything they say. Um I've been taking pine needles because supposedly the elite were taking pine needle tea. Um that, who knows if that's just an urban myth. No, no wait a, a minute they, they can get us flagged that. for
0: medical misinformation.
1: Cat. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, I forgot. Hey, drink, drink okay, some pine needle tea, baby. man.
0: <laughs> it'll, it'll cure your COVID. Just kidding, uh, sensors.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're kidding. And I won't say the I word either that I've been using. Oh, I, so, yeah, Sorry about that. What? No, no, I,
0: Ivermectin. Oh, you can uh, say that? Well, I, I'll say that because I can send people to the website that shows like a long list of studies and meta studies on ivermectin and COVID. And people should look at those studies. We, if we can't say that, yes. what's the point of even talking? <laughs> yeah. Right.
1: And did you know that also this uh, Saturday, July 24th, is International Ivermectin Day?
0: I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Yes. According, so- according to the, the studies and meta studies I looked at, it did seem that Ivermectin was probably the most promising of all of these treatments. So, yeah, that sounds like a good cause.
1: Yes, I've been on it. So, dad and the the
0: needles. (laughs) So, so that's why you can fly Um, all over the world mm -hmm. nonstop with a chiffon mask (laughs) that's not even just down on your chin and, and you're perfectly healthy. Uh, Sounds like medical benefits. I haven't gotten, Ah. oh man. Yeah,
1: I never got sick at all. I'm, and I'm 67, so I'm supposed to be in the vulnerable age group. I'm not sick one iota. And I don't don't believe I will get
0: sick. Do you you still still play tennis, right? Do you still play tennis?
1: Um, I had a sports injury, so I had to stop for a while, and I and because then COVID happened, they shut down the courts. I haven't played in two years, so that's been really upsetting. But I run.
0: My goodness.
1: Well, they did for a while, and then they finally opened them up. um, But by then, I was traveling some more. That was in um, 2020. So. um, I haven't played tennis, but I'm anxious to get back to it. But I do run. Um, I run like an hour um, a day. Well, so. if, if you come by Wisconsin, yeah, you know, let's
0: I, play some tennis because I, I haven't played for, for years and years and years, um, but I would love to get back into it. I used to have a lot of fun with that. Well, that's the way you should say healthy, folks, is get the sunlight and exercise and vitamin D and so on and so forth. We can all agree on that. And then the rest uh, the sensors can about. Yeah. <laughs> well, Kat, we hit the end of the 20 minutes. Uh, let's once again, send people to worldwide demonstration.com. It's all run together. Worldwide demonstration.com. And the world freedom day rally is on Saturday, July 24th with over 180 participating cities and maybe more by now. So that's a, it's a great cause. Uh, good work, Kat. I really uh, admire your energy. And, uh, and really, you're gumption on this. You're, you're not uh, sitting down and taking this. <laughs> and, and...
1: Nope. No, we're not. Okay, Kevin, thank you so much.
0: Okay. Take care. God bless. Talk next time. All right. Bye. bye. Welcome to Truth G Hog Radio. I'm Kevin Barrett, searching all over the world for the most interesting people to discuss the most important issues that are not being properly covered in the mainstream. So today, we're going over to Italy to speak with Andrea Cinquegrani. He has written an article on the likely U.S. origin of COVID-19, how it was spread to Europe. And let's get into it. So welcome, Andrea. How are you? Oh, well, well, thank
2: you. Well, thank you. I write. I, my 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 review is uh, is called the voice voice of the voices, and uh, it deals about inquiries over political politician affairs, uh, uh, connections with mafia, economical business, uh, and uh, uh, health, uh, public health also, and uh, justice uh, and, and so on. It's it's 30 years we go on writing about this uh, and. Uh, uh, we, 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 we have written for many years about Italian scandals, but scandals which are made by political system in connection with uh, business system and the criminal system. Because in Italy, you must not forget there is a Mafia and Camorra, which are uh, sitting at the same table of political men and businessmen.
0: Yes, I've, I've studied Operation Gladio a little bit. and.
2: So ah, I've, I've
0: followed
2: some Gladio, of that. Gladio. Yes, yes, piduè Gladio Yes, yes. They also sit in the same table where where big decisions, big decisions, uh, are taken. Uh, as nowadays we can we, we can speak about, for instance, at uh, an international level about uh, the Great Reset, uh, the famous Great Reset, which is uh, which is wanted by the. World Economic Forum, uh, leaded by Klaus Schwab. And, uh, so, so, uh, we, we must, uh, the, we must not think that everything is, is, is a plot. But uh, it's the fact that uh, those those um, uh, uh, authorities, if we can call in, in, in an uh, ironic way, like Gladius said, like Trilateral, like uh, Bilderberg, like uh, the World Economic Forum, and, the, and the Bill Gates Foundation, and we can say many, 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 are not a fantasy, but are reality. They really decide the 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 the, 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 the future of the world uh, because, but uh, because of um, not not following the the, the 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 public interest, but the private interest of for instance uh, big uh, big pharma big pharma big tech big pharma we are now seeing with the pandemic we uh, that uh, we are uh, everyday writing about the the the, the incredible business of uh, big pharma of, pharmaceutical, of pharmaceutical industries, which uh, has made in one year uh, business and profits uh, of, of 10 years, for instance, uh, increasing, increasing, increasing. And then with uh, the with, uh, uh, first shot, with the second shot, now with the uh, Third shot of of, of uh, against uh, saying that they want to make a struggle real struggle against the coronavirus against covid while there are uh, um, many many like invermectina, like hydroxychloroquine, like lactoferrina, like uh, which are uh, the, the the supports real supports which are uh, um, uh, the, the governments and the public health ministers do not want to make a big struggle against uh, these uh, very important uh, pharmaceutical uh, um, uh, products, so, so, not, so yes, there's, there's because the, they are very cheap. They are very cheap, so they not they must they cannot be used because we uh, big industries want to make profits with vaccini uh, uh, vaccines. Yeah, and yes, uh, yeah. They, the, the, so,
0: so there is there is that um, commercialization angle, and obviously the pharmaceutical pharmaceutical industrial complex. Is uh, pursuing uh, massive profits from this as our various other parties. Uh, I wonder though if you know you've, your your article touches on uh, COVID yes. beginning at Fort Detrick, and if we compare hey, yes. this to Gladio, <clears throat> Gladio was primarily about uh, geostrategic issues. It was primarily a, a United States attempt to counter the Soviet Union by supporting. Uh, U.S. allied, uh, authoritarian leaders by discrediting, uh, the left wing that was willing to work with European communist parties. Uh, so it was, it was basically mm-hmm. about geopolitics. And, um, the interpretation that makes sense to me about COVID is mm-hmm. that it is also primarily about geopolitics, that this was basically a deliberate U.S. Uh, bio attack on China and Iran, and the rest mm-hmm. of it is just profiteering by commercial interests, um, uh, opportunism by Klaus Schwab and so on. But um, I, I believe this, just like Gladio, is primarily a geopolitical operation by the deep state mm-hmm. in the United States.
2: Would you agree with that? Yes. 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 The, 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 they. They. Mm, if we we go behind to the the, the years of Gladio, of course is as as, as in Italy we have the demonstration with the, the killing of Aldo Moro, uh, which was the leader of the, the Italian Democratic Party, the DC Democracy, Italian Democracy, which um, led Italy for many many years. And when Moro, Aldo Moro, who was at that time the number one, uh, decided to to uh, to found uh, a compromise with the Communist Party with Enrico Berlinguer, who was the leader of the Communist Party. Uh, of course, neither uh, Soviet Union, but above all United States, didn't want that kind of of uh, of uh, compromise, and uh, that's why Gladio. Uh, 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 was entered in the in the in the in the, the fact, and then they 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 killed Moro because the brigateros red brigades brigades were were just the 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 hand the material hand for the killing, but it was decided not not from by red brigades, but by uh, other interests. Uh, which uh, were in uh, CIA, and uh, for instance, uh, we remember that uh, Steve Piznic, uh, who was uh, a man of CIA, was sent in Italy by Kissinger, by Henry Kissinger, uh, for for uh, destroying the, the the attempt to save uh, Aldo Moro, so that Moro. Uh, has uh, uh, it, it was that uh, um, uh, they 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 kill they have to kill Moro the red brigades because uh, if Moro were alive should have uh, told many many things, horrible things around the Italian political system, which depended from the United States, and uh, United States didn't want uh, the, uh, the, the famous uh, compromise uh, uh, between uh, Communist Party and democracy, Italian democracy. So it comes from very, very, uh, so much time, the right. influence of Gladio. Right, and, right. Uh, so, so, so the
0: U.S. was was facing what it considered to be a, a very serious challenge from the Soviet Union uh, in Europe at the time. Today, the United States is facing what it sees as a very serious challenge from China due to China's economic yeah. rise. So... Uh, The the logical uh, uh, presupposition would be that the United States has every reason to wage preemptive war to slow or stop China's economic rise. And that the obvious way to do that would be through biological warfare, both to target China's economy, but also perhaps even to slow the global economy, which is the engine that drives China's rise. Does that interpretation make sense to you?
2: Yes. Yes. Uh, um, uh, I wrote for for some months uh, about the the, the 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 Chinese track. That is, uh, in the beginning, nobody wanted to accept the idea that uh, artificially uh, could escape the virus from uh, China's laboratories. But uh, then, little by little this idea increased. The first one who said this was Luc Montagnier, the, 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 the French scientist who said uh, it's not possible that naturally comes uh, the virus. It must be artificially created. And uh, that's why the, the eyes were directed to one laboratories. But uh, we discovered uh, we like our magazine, The Voice, uh, voice of voices we discovered that that the the research, many researches of the one laboratories were financed were uh, paid by the the youth government that is the NIAD, the which is uh, n i uh, AD, NIAID, the National Institute, which is directed by many, many from, for many, 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 many years, from, by, by Anthony Fauci, which is the number one of the, the, the American scientists. Uh, he's Italian of origins, so but he's American. bird. And uh, the NIAID uh, financed the, the, the the, the researchers of the Wuhan Laboratories uh, through uh, another society which is called Eco, um, Eco Health Alliance which is led by Peter Dazak uh, uh, who is a scientist uh, which went into mi- in mission to Wuhan sent by the uh, OMS the World uh, the Health Organization uh, which uh, sent in one mission in January uh, this January is that is uh, 7 months ago but uh, without any results so Nothing was discovered in, uh, in Wuhan, but it's easy to understand why, because Peter Daszak, who was the man uh, who uh, passed the money from United States to China to the laboratories of uh, Wuhan, uh, was in, uh, involved in that affair and was in the mission of the OMS. <laughs> Nobody could uh, could think that he. Uh, should have uh, discovered something against himself. <laughs> it's easy to understand. That's uh, that's we wrote for many years, uh, for many months. But uh, some uh, weeks ago, we discovered uh, the fourth detrick uh, uh, track. Uh, that is, we have written uh, many other times about the the, um, the, research, the borderline researches which were con- conducted for many, many years in Fort Dietrich. Uh, we must remember that Fort Dietrich laboratories uh, were born uh, in 1943, so the, the, during the, the Second World uh, War and uh in in Dectric, there are many many uh many uh, many locations that as the army medical command use the National Cancer Institute, the National Institute Confederation for Biological Research, the National Interagency Biodefense Campus. But above all, they use Medical Army Research Institute of Infectious Disease. and this is the heart of the problem because there, in, the, in this uh, USA Medical Army Research, which is leading, depends directly from the USA Army Medical Command, and uh of course uh, directly depends of the US army uh, they made for many 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 years very borderline experiments and uh, um, we have uh, news that in uh, in June uh um, 2019 that is uh, 2 years exactly 2 years uh, ago 2 years in June uh, 2019 there was uh, um, there uh, c- came uh, out some news uh, some news um, worrying news about what was made in in Fort Detrick and uh, the, the 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 american authorities sent and uh, the CDC, the Center of for Disease Control, sent a control uh, there, and uh, found something terrible has happened—an accident, an accident, so said by biocontainment. That is, something <clears throat> came out very dangerous from the laboratories, so that for. For safety uh, reasons, national safety reasons, it was, this was the 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 the, um, the, the, the 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 what they said. For safety, national reasons, the laboratory of the, the heart of the laboratories of electricity were closed. But, uh, just some months, uh, six months before the explosion of coronavirus. So why nobody uh, has known uh, something more about that uh, uh, dangerous accident? Why in, in we couldn't read any report by the CDC uh, w- about what really happened in Fort Detrick, it's a mystery because everybody wants should should know what happened there, so that uh, the laboratories which went on working for six years uh, without any stop, they were stopped just six months before the the the, the origin. Uh, of coronavirus. So, so, so uh, can, I, can I quick,
0: we- quickly interject uh that that uh, we've been talking about this on my radio show for uh a year and a half I think. But uh, the the strongest counter argument uh well the, the there are a couple of counter arguments to the Fort Dietrich lab leak theory and and one of them is that uh, COVID nineteen is extremely contagious, and so it's it's easy to hmm. mathematically chart the number of cases and deaths that will appear uh, after it it is loose. And there's not uh, really evidence that enough cases appeared, and certainly not in the Fort Dietrich area uh, after that shutdown.
2: Yes. yes yes because there is a second uh, part of the story which is connected to the armed service blood program because there is a connection between Fort Detrick and the armed se- uh, service blood program which is a, a very important program for uh, blood service in the United States and uh, because they they, 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 they uh, work uh, blood and send blood all over the world where uh, uh, sol- american soldiers are uh, work uh, like for instance in all europe and in italy and uh, and this is the connection with uh, because uh, connecting the, 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 uh, the what was made in fort betric and what uh, the the results of the productions of forttric were uh, managed with not uh, not perfected not in a right way so that there was a connection with the, the Armed ser- uh, Service Blood uh, Program uh, we have known. And uh, so that uh, uh, we arrive uh, to Italy and uh, to the northern part of Italy, in particular uh, into Veneto, where there are uh, uh, three uh, ba- American bases, uh, headquarters of troops, and uh, uh, Dal Moulin. Uh, and uh, uh, above all, the, the uh, Dal Dal Bin, which is a headquarter in which uh, are, uh, we have signs of the first uh, origin of uh, coronavirus, and uh, that's why th- there is a, a report, uh, and a perfectly unknown report, but is made by the famous Institute of, uh, of Cancers of Milan. Uh, made uh, in uh, synergy with the uh, uh, lombardia region uh, the land of lombardia milan and and the uh, uh, university of um, milan and the uh, and university of siena they made a study in uh, in uh, in uh, november uh, 2020, uh, 2020 and they uh, said that, that the first uh, case of coronavirus, the first elevation of antibodies of COVID-19, uh, were of the 3 September 2019. That is uh, about four months before the the official race of coronavirus. That's a, 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 an enormous uh, new because uh, it means uh, to, to, to that the COVID arrived in Italy four months before the official explosion. And that new is uh, also reported by the Tumori Journal, which is a specialized review, and uh, uh, the, this study, this study made by the Italian University of Milan Siena and uh, the, 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 the region Lombardia, uh, is, is, uh, is, uh, is, is a study over about 1,000 uh, uh, persons uh, and uh, there are numbers, uh, certain num- uh, there are uh, documents and numbers which attest that coronavirus started in uh, September, 3 September in uh, in uh, Veneto in, uh, in Caserma Daldin and the headquarters Daldin, uh, the headquarters of American uh, troops is in uh, right in that area. So uh, we 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 at at last we 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 wrote in our inquiry in our article that that the two uh, tracks the uh, the track of uh, the laboratory of of one and the track of, of uh, for Dietrich and the program national, the blood program of United States and the Caserma d'Aldin and water d'Aldin are, one do not say that the other is not good. So that the, the, the virus, uh, COVID can uh, can easily come, theoretically easily come from uh, either from one. Uh, or from from uh, in in different uh, months, so that we can say that September was the month for for uh, the uh, in Italy the as I said 3 September uh, in Italy and then maybe two months later or one month later from one. So one uh, the the two tracks uh, do not conflict; they can stay together but anyway but but, but it isn't American... isn't
0: it puzzling though it's puzzling that according to the italian study the uh, virus was circulating uh very widely in italy in the fall in fall of 2019 yes. without yes. without problem, anyone realizing to... it
2: right uh, and, and but the focus was uh, immediately in Veneto, in Veneto is the focus, in Ven- and, and Ven- Lombardia, in Veneto and Lombardia, yeah. Yeah. and Lombardia it exploded, the explosion was there. In Veneto first, then uh, right uh, after in Lombardia and so Bergamo became Milan and Bergamo became the, <laughs> the, the city with the, the largest number of deaths and uh, of uh, patients and, and so on. And so, in conclusion, uh, I said that <laughs> uh, unluckily Americans uh, are in the in the double scene uh, if, as I said uh, Americans are in for of course and the, the, program, the program, but they are also in financing uh, uh, with as I said, with NIAID and ECHO, Alliance, eco Health alliance financing the research of the laboratories of one so in one side or in the other, Americas are in the in the in the affair <laughs> for very
0: people. interesting uh, so uh, there's there 's been some controversy about about this uh, Italian study and other similar studies about the uh, early apparent early emergence. Of, of COVID, but that's, that's a kind of complex question that we, we can set aside. But anyway, this is very, very interesting work. What kind of reception are you getting uh, at, when you publish this at the, uh, the, what is it, the Voce delle Voci? Voce delle Voci? Yes. Yeah.
2: Yes, we, 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 the many, many medium, little medium uh, uh, medias uh, uh, wrote about this. The big mainstream, the the big media, the the newspapers, uh, the big newspapers like Corriere della Sera, Repubblica, and so on, or the the big televisions, do not speak about because uh, there is a a perfect silence about this. uh, The the mainstream they do not speak at all about what really happens in uh, on uh, about. uh, Pandemia, Pandemia, pandemia coronavirus and so on. Uh, for instance, as I told you <coughs> before a little, uh, they, in, in Italy nobody can speak about uh, uh, what is possible to, uh, to take uh, in a chemistry, in, a, in, a chemi- in a normal chemistry, uh, to contrast, uh, to, to fight against uh, the COVID when uh, it begins, it right begins. Uh, for instance, in, uh, in vermentina, as I told you before, dorsicolorokina, all what you can take to, to avoid to, to have a great fever and then to, to go to hospital. The the Italian government uh, uh, said that that those kind of of, uh, cura therapies were forbidden. So just uh, a a big high court of justice, Consiglio di Stato, uh, um, uh, made uh, an ordinance which, uh, at uh, 12 December uh, of last year, 2020, 2020 uh, they, they said that hydroxychloroquine is uh, is uh, legal. So that uh, the physicians, uh, normal physician of family, every physician of family can, can uh, say that I can take, uh, I may take, I can take that, that kind of, of therapy. Before, it was illegal because the Italian government, for instance, said you must just take tachypirina, which you take usually when you have a flu, fever, and so on, and uh, quietly uh, uh, waiting. You must just. Wait, 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 wait the time before uh, before uh, going uh, before to to the hospital. So that that's why Italian hospitals were it became uh, full, 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 and people went in urgent uh, therapy and then dead. So thousands, thousands, thousands uh, persons dead because they didn't receive the the right therapy which was known, was perfectly known because uh, physicians know, knew, and also vi- virologists, of course, they knew, but they didn't say that there were therapies which can used to, to not die, not to die but we had a cts the, the a, a super committee of great scientists but on the paper which uh, said what to do for one year and nowadays also there are there are this kind of, of uh, scientists which are not virologists, also, but they are um, they are all, all, allergologists, immunologists, all, but not virologists, and they say what you have to do. So uh, they just speak about uh, mascarine, protection of the face, the washing of the hands, the the, the safe distance between people, uh, the Green Pass now, from some weeks, the Green Pass, which is obliged to have, we are obliged to have the Green Pass for going to the cinema or to the restaurant or everywhere. uh, But they do not speak at all about the therapies, the therapies which exist are in commerce, are very cheap also. And this is the guilty because they are cheap. For instance, hydroxychloroquine uh, is just $5. Uh, On the contrary, big pharma, the big industry, uh, take lots, lots, uh, lots, lots of money, uh, public money also, for the research uh, research of of the uh, vaccine. Which is vaccinous, which is uh, experimental. And we know that is experimental for also for other two years, at least at uh, 2023, will end the tests. And uh, so, but in the meanwhile, why don't we, uh, don't the authorities, the, the government and the, the, the scientists do not say that it's possible to use also those kind of, uh, those kind of therapies to, uh, to fight against COVID. It's they're guilty. They're guilty of all the deaths, the thousand deaths which could have saved by those therapies.
0: Okay, and uh, we only have a couple of minutes left. Uh, but have there been uh, large protests in Italy? We just saw some large protests in France. No. There have been large protests in Germany. No,
2: unluckily, unluckily, no, just no, no protests. They, they unluckily, we had not uh, like in France with the gilet Gialli which, which uh, go in the streets and say and uh, say we, we. Unluckily, in Italy nowadays, uh, as Today we have no uh, no organized pro- protest. Just, uh, for instance, for in for what on the public information. For instance, as I said you before, uh, in television and in uh, big newspapers, you can just read the official mainstream about uh, using the the uh, and that the protection masks and so on. But nobody, no, and uh, the and. And uh, the, the the protest, the people do not protest at all because uh, because uh, uh, they are many 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 people, much many people are afraid that uh, otherwise, if the people do do not uh, put masks and make a vaccine and so on, uh, there is another lockdown. That's the 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 the. the, the uh, the, uh, the the great danger that uh, because the economical situation in Italy is uh, terrible the the most the, the main part of the small industries of the small commerce those small trade are closed and uh or could also uh begin to 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 uh, to 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 li- to live uh if there is not another lockdown so they say or you uh, you obey or you say you make what we want we authority want or we make another lockdown that's uh it's it's so it sounds like a official a Yes, it's, uh, as you put a gun in the face of the person, you say, oh, you make that or you are in lockdown. That's why also they say uh, to make lockdown for those, uh, speech special lockdown for those who are not uh, vaccinated. Right. Or didn't take That's a, a prison. They are organizing also uh, special areas. Uh, in which uh, to to send the people who are not uh, vaccinated, like laggards, maybe. <laughs> right, right.
0: But the keeps, that, yeah.
2: uh, I think yeah. that also. Also, Italy didn't think so much uh, to 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 detain people to to, to oblige. Uh, no, uh, it's a, it's a paradox, but anyway, we are hmm. we are uh, going uh, unluckily in in uh, in uh, dictatorship, sanitary di- dictatorship uh, directions. Okay, well, a-
0: maybe there need to be more protests, uh, but we've we've come to the end of uh, we, the half hour. Uh, we,
2: need, we hope.
0: Yes. Okay. Well. Good. Good okay. luck. Uh, it sounds like you're you're doing uh, excellent uh, alternative journalism at the, the Voce di la Voci di la Voci, and uh, <laughs> look forward to uh, brushing up on my Italian enough to read your stuff uh, in Italian and hope to uh, talk I, to you I, again. I,
2: just one minute. I, I I I forgot to say just one thing. I wrote an, another inquire, uh two days ago about the Rockefeller Foundation. If you go on our site, Voice of Voices, and you search for Rockefeller Foundation, we wrote an article about a study which was made made by uh, professors and teachers of uh, Rockefeller Foundation, in which in, in uh, eleven years ago, eleven years ago in 2011, they wrote about uh, a, a pandemic scene. They 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 wrote what should have happened uh, eleven years uh, after. So, or they are they magicians, they are wizards, or what are they? like bill gates when in uh, in uh, 6 years old ago said that there should have been uh, in the following years a great pandemic or what the provisions of World Economic Forum, the same, and the the cyber polygon that they made some days ago for cyber wars. So so it means that these kind of leaders, our leaders, are also magicians. They, they, They can say that maybe in 20, 25 years, what will happen? So we must... Obey to them like settlers. Uh, right, right,
0: we have, we have to march in lockstep. Uh, you're referring, of course, to the lockstep documents uh, from ten uh, years ago. Uh, locks, uh, yeah. lockstep, uh, lockstep. Is, right. So, so, so thank DVDs, you. We, we do the, have to we we have to save lock, some room lock. for the second segment of the show here. Uh, but uh, yeah. thank you so much for your uh, great work, Andrea Sikigrani uh, Looking forward to talking again. Yes, thank you and take take care. God bless. Thank you
2: to you. Thank you very much. Thanks. Bye.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh.